0: what we need to embed in our thinking when we're thinking are we with our current business model able to get people up and running as soon as possible once an adverse event has happened be it natcat or or a pandemic
1: Well, hello, a new year and a new theme tune. Hope you like that one. Matthew Grant here, host of the Instec London podcast and partner at Instec London. Now, one of the great benefits of what we're doing here at Instec London is getting to talk to people from both the relatively new companies that are bringing innovation into insurance and those in senior position in the more established companies tasked with driving innovation from within. Well, that could be an interesting topic to debate for 2021, which is easier, starting a company from scratch or changing one that is already an industry leader. And this week, we're talking to Paril Carl Green, recently appointed to the role of Chief of Staff Asia and Europe for AXA XL, and who for the last two years was head of AXA Next Lab for Europe. We're going to be hearing about how Parole ended up working in insurance and what's happening at Axel XL, which is, by the way, one of the largest insurance organisations in the world. We're going to find out how the company is focusing more on the needs of customer and the work that Powell is doing to mentor others and, finally, some of her own techniques for staying sane in an ever-on world. And I get a break from interviewing this week. Robin Mertens, the other half of Instec London, was in the hot seat for this one. Well, welcome,
2: everybody, to uh, this week's Interstate London podcast. Uh, my guest today is Paral Cowell-Green, uh, who's a terribly well-known figure in the innovation, insurance innovation world. Paral, welcome to uh, InterTech London podcast. Thank you for agreeing to join us.
0: Thank you for having me. Paral. Uh, we
2: always work on the basis that nobody chooses to have a career in the insurance industry. And I see that you started off in asset management, did you sort of do a set of exams and say financial services for me?
0: No, not really. You know, ever since I was a child, I wanted to be a filmmaker, be a creative person, make movies with songs and dance and improbable plot lines. So I do question my life choices. How did I end up here?
2: Well, I think you would have been great at it. But you could certainly have a role as part of the events team here at InterTech London if you went down um, that road. Don't Don't give up those thoughts. So financial services. Did somebody come knocking and you found it a completely overwhelming opportunity?
0: Actually, it was uh, I finished my business school and, you know, uh, lots of banks do milk rounds. So I got into Citigroup uh, in the Global Executive Management Associate Program. And it seemed quite an attractive uh, career path because they set you up in various departments. So that's how I got into into banking and financial services.
2: And then Aviva, so you had a business development uh, strategy roles there. And then I see that you ended up in the innovation, strategy innovation teams. So you went from banking to insurance at that point. Was it Aviva that you took your fancy or the nature of the
1: role or what?
0: I did uh, five years in private equity and also co-founded a startup. This was uh, me, uh, arrogant 20-year-old, thinking that I could really uh, create a tech giant in mobile wallets. That didn't work out. And that was in Germany and in London. The VC that funded that when it didn't work out said, look, you have financial services background. Why don't you join us? Did that invested in all very interesting areas, then moved to corporate development strategy role in Aviva Investors, which, which is the asset management. So it wasn't directly to Aviva. It was VC, startup asset management, and then insurance.
2: So having done a startup, you know, that's what makes you one of us in in the sense that um, I've I've always seen you as a sort of natural uh, innovator with some empathy for what it's like. And that's what led you to AXA next, which is AXA's uh, retail and and, and consumer innovation um, lab. What do they do? You better tell us what they do and what was that like?
0: So AXA Next is AXA Group's innovation business unit, and it took, took its current form in 2018. And since then, it has built and nurtured an ecosystem of uh, startups and technology projects within the company. And what they're trying to deliver is AXA's transformation by delivering new products and services to improve the experience and relationships with customers and the partners of of um, AXA, so that's the whole ethos. It is not insurance, but it is to accelerate transformation of insurance as we see it now to what is more future ready, and also more customer centric, which is where the pair to partner thesis of the group comes in.
2: And then very recently, you've moved into the uh, c- commercial arm, so you're now chief of staff at AXA XL. Chief of staff for Europe and Asia. Uh, did you want to go into the commercial side? Uh, did you see it's an opportunity? Uh, what was the thinking behind that?
0: It was an opportunity. So, what I realized working within Group Innovation is sometimes we miss the nuance of actually running a book live while we are transforming a business. The context becomes a bit obscured, which is why. When uh, the current financial crisis started, there was an opportunity to look at uh, innovation within business as trying to solve this immediate problem of uh, lockdown led distress. And AXA Excel, which is the company that AXA bought uh, three years ago, now was a very right candidate of look- for looking for how we could um, really transform the business using innovation, using thinking from the rest of the group and also other parts of the financial ecosystem. So, which was why I thought this might be a very influential way of making an impact in this business.
2: So presumably, there's things you learned from the consumer retail side of things that uh, could be adopted in the com- commercial side of things. It always seems to me that Um, You know, motor and household inform a lot of the thinking that comes later to transpire in SME and ultimately larger commercial business. Are you taking some learnings from the Axon Next Lab job into this one?
0: Yes, absolutely. So one of the things that uh, retail is very good at is managing relationship at mass scale, which means that they don't even pretend to have uh, be able to do it through human beings only which is uh, why the businesses find it very easy, much easier to have data-led insights to also input alternative data sets into their pricing models, because there is no way you can reach out to mass market using just a human interface. So you need to go omnichannel. This is something which... Is emerging in commercial insurance, but quite slowly because it's still very human-led. But there are people today with the lockdown are realizing the the shortcomings of such a model. Uh, it's not taking away the human impact, but also augmenting human impact uh, by using technology. Also making our customers, or in this case, uh, companies and brokers, uh, more able to Conveniently interact with us, so that that is something that uh, is 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 a big uh, difference between commercial and retail, which which commercial could definitely um, um, learn a lot from.
2: Paral, so you're in the new role, you you bring this uh, new expertise. What do you think? is coming the way of the insurance industry in 2021 what are are the assumptions that you're working to uh in fulfilling your role
0: first and foremost there is a huge emphasis on digitalization of workflow solutions and that has accelerated in all industries including the industries which have been slow to adopt technologies like insurance and legal industry both impacting commercial lines and then I see secular technology themes that have benefited through this period of lockdown, accelerating disruption through contactless payments, increased use of workplace collaboration tool, automation through the value chain. So that's different. And being able to digitally connect employees and customer has now been fast tracked to the point of no return. Everybody's looking at public cloud solutions. Everybody's looking at e-commerce very seriously as uh, uh, the dominant way of doing business. So those are the three themes that I think are becoming more and more strong in our industry.
2: Yes, clearly much to do. But if, if you could just pick one thing, what's the thing that the insurance industry or the commercial insurance industry needs to do to make itself fundamentally better? There's lots to address, but if you could pick one thing, what would it be?
0: I think there is a really strong need within our industry to align with our purpose. Today when you speak to some commercial insurance this uh, people they say we are underwriting led. Our business is to underwrite risk well. And I want to bring it back to the your purpose is to be customer led, led by the need to provide safety net for our clients, the corporations big or small, so that they can continue to manufacture, service, build, and trade even after an adverse event. And that is your purpose. Rather than, I want to underwrite well, to what end? You want your customers to have this safety net so that they can continue to do business. And that's our purpose. If we realign with that, I think a lot of our thinking would be more focused and we would be able to do much better for our customers as well.
2: Do you think it takes us more towards, you know, risk partnership? Because there are lots of ways to uh, ensure that uh, businesses are not interrupted and they can continuous ability to access their factories or their trains or their. But it takes more than just paying losses, doesn't it? I mean, are are we going now towards, you know, sitting on the shoulder of our customers rather than being there in adversity?
0: I do agree with that, Robin. I think uh, we have to move away from just the provision of financial indemnity. We need to move towards partnering better with our customers. So they're, they're in cyber risk. It could be telling them uh, solutions to build cyber resilience of the company. It could be How can we make them more resilient to climate changes? What protections can be put in place? Also, it could be nudging them to better behavior so that we are not adversely impacting climate so much by introducing ESG factors into how we write financial indemnity and also training them on adaptation skills to prevent such events occurring. So there is a lot of... Uh, work which we could do in anticipation and prevention, which we currently don't do with a very thought through strategy.
2: You also do um, lots of things outside insurance. So, so uh, you're very active in the, in the mentoring space. You do a lot for the Lord Mayor's International Business Programme, Pitch and Palace. Why? I mean, you're busy enough anyway. What, what's your motivation for setting aside time to mentor uh, in the way that you do?
0: I've always aspired not to be defined by my job, and that aspiration is driven from the desire to be a better human being, to make things better than I find them, and if I'm able to make someone else have a better day, a better business, that's always been a a key driver for me, which is why I mentor a lot of startups to give Young entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, those from not non-traditional backgrounds, a view of my experience of being a strategist, investor, also having worked in, um, and co-founded a startup. How can you traverse some of the difficulties that you face? Um, I don't have all the answers and I don't pretend to have some, but I can listen and also add some useful perspective which is what drives me.
2: Do you really enjoy it? Because, because I, I don't do as much of it as you do, but, but that, that what I do, I really, I really enjoy it because it's, I find it incredibly uplifting.
0: A lot of people say human beings are selfish, but that is not right. Human beings and all animals, um, amongst all animals, are social animals. We are driven by the fact of altruism, of how we can, within communities, do better. So I think that mere recognition that this is how we can be better human beings uh, really makes me feel that I should be doing more than just going to work and doing exactly as I told and, and, and not thinking through on a broader picture how can I make this better for a lot of people, not just few within my organization.
2: Oh, I hope you don't do what you're told. You don't strike me
1: as being someone who always does what they're told. Matthew here again, just breaking into the discussion to remind you that if you don't know about us already, or really want to learn a bit more about what we're up to at Instec London, then you can find out what we're up to at www.instec.london. There you can see how we can help you share your stories, get advice and meet your partners. Now, back to Robin and Perul. Talk
2: about making the world better you're also a, a big player in gender diversity in insurance uh, and you're always uh, listed in the kind of you know top the lists of the most influential women in in, in insurance i get an impression that there's a lot going on in this space and that it is a really um, acknowledged as an issue that the insurance industry has to face down and there are now events for female founders only are you happy with that do you think that the
0: industry is doing enough I do think it's doing good, but I don't think it's doing enough. And the reason I say so is if when I look at the broader population of any of the countries that we are in, and when we see the composition of our leadership, there is such a big delta. And we know for a fact that the world is becoming more and more unequal. If we keep setting very small incremental targets like we'll have 20% women in board in next 10 years, we will never get there. We will exacerbate inequality, make world even worse than it currently finds itself to be. So I think we need moral courage to do more and do better, which is a passion of mine, that we could do, don't set yourself easy targets. That is not the way to grow set yourself targets which are aspirational and which will make a difference. That is one of my uh, pet passions, if you can say.
2: Good for you. Uh, And you and I have sat on the occasional panel uh, about this because it's a a pet passion of of ours at INSTEC London in the sense that if you want to be uh, innovative and you want to encourage innovation, then you need a diverse and creative workforce to enable you to do that. I mean, what, what would be the things that would be easiest for insurance employers to do that they're not doing? Are, are, is there low hanging fruit that's not not been attended to, do you think?
0: One is to not wait for regulations to come in place to do the right thing. So, for example, through underwriting, when we introduce ESG factors and tell people to do better, in terms of how the governance works. We should also look at ourselves and see, are we creating representative uh, leaderships? Are we making sure that we have, through actions, through targets, uh, a way to make our thinking more diverse, make us more progressive, make us more innovative, um, make us more representative and equal. That thinking is missing. I think we keep relying on uh, on on governments to force us into a position rather than do it on our own. And so that delta we just do need to manage uh, much more vigorously than we do today.
2: Yes, I think there's always a sense that we react rather than kind of take preemptive action to make sure that we're ahead but, but look I don't want to sound um too negative about the insurance because um I feel at heart you're an, you're an optimist like me and uh, we've been a little bit critical of the insurance industry I guess you're in it because you enjoy it is that right I mean what what is it about the insurance industry that you enjoy and which makes you get up every morning and go into work
0: I think it's the purpose of the industry I think the the ability of the industry to Promote enterprise by telling people that you really don't need to be that scared we have your back you can' take risks because risk and discomfort comfort is how innovation can progress in in any society. that role really drives me the social purpose of uh, insurance and its purpose to make things better p- make people more cognizant of their actions uh, in terms of uh, Driving a whole sets of um, of, of uh, desirable behaviors, so that I think that uh, is what drives me. And I think in, in, the industry has many, many, many clever, kind, and innovative people. We just need our collective effort to be more forceful. Um, and And we need to stop thinking that someone else will fix it for us, say government regulation or technologists from google and apple we 've got to do it for ourselves and that's that that's what uh, really uh, um, inspires me every day to uh, work uh, for better and more innovative insurance.
2: Yes, I always feel that there's the a relationship between you know all those last few points, really, which is if we were better. At explaining to people what our social and commercial purpose was, uh, and if people really knew how dependent they were on insurance and how much good, uh, it, it brings, uh, we would, I think, sort out some of our gender issues and some of our uh, diversity issues, some of the issues that you try and attend to with your mentoring, in the sense we would get a broader cross-section of people into the industry, which is still something which, you know, we struggle to do. I find all this inspiring in the sense that you you do a huge job. You mentor, you sit on lots of panels and around gender diversity. I call someone like you an activity junkie. You always have to be doing something. Do you, Do you ever just sort of, you know, kick your shoes off and watch some rubbish TV and, and relax?
0: Oh, uh, all the time. Uh, my my son who is eight years old mommy you're not watching the bride show again I do like um, having lots of things to do I run every week 50 to 60 kilometers I have a brown belt in karate Um, I swim and I do it because I'm able to I I do think I'm privileged that I have the, the time to do all these things there's lots of people who are forced by the circumstance not to be able to do many of these things so I'm lucky I try to use my uh, time in pursuits other than just uh, my job and running the daily grind.
2: So how do you juggle all these things you have a you know a big job you have these public roles speaking on panels you mentor uh, you're very active on social media you watch tv with your kids Busy family life, no doubt, how do you get all that into one
0: day well it's a lot of teamwork A lot of people are there who are working um in my family in uh, my work at tech nation at mayor's office, so that we can maximize the way that I can make impact in each of the areas that I'm operating. And so in my family, there's my husband who helps me um, at work. They're my colleagues. And it's never, I don't think it's ever the individual on their own who can achieve all of what they set out for if they don't have all the help. So community, Robin, is helping me do all the things that I'm able to do.
2: Well, I think community is a very natural way of bringing us back to InsTech London, which is which is a community. One last message to give to the InsTech London community, Paran, if you wanted to say one thing in signing off, what what would you say?
0: I would say that you're doing an excellent job of bringing technology to insurance, making it accessible, uh, explaining a lot of how new technologies can be worked into our value chain. So you have the domain expertise of insurance and you are translating technology for us. So that's an excellent job. Um, and you're doing for the, the, the right industry, which has a big, big impact on our society. So well done.
2: That's very kind of you. Look, I, I found this um, very inspiring in the interest of, of, of reciprocity. I love your passion of, you know, for what you do and, and your belief uh, 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 that we all have to take some individual responsibility for making the world a better place so look thank you very much for joining us this afternoon I've really enjoyed talking to you uh, uh, and I hope you'll continue to be a, a, an active and an important member of our community
0: thank you Robin thank you for having me
2: it's a pleasure see you soon
1: another fascinating discussion now if you are new to Instate london or haven't caught up with some of our recent events we've got some great recordings from last year most recently our predictions event for 2021 which brought together 20 of the industry's leaders to share their views that's on episode 117 you can also see the write-up at my page on linkedin uh, and as always please do tell us or better still tell someone else or leave a review if you like what you're hearing You can also contact myself or Robin Mertens via LinkedIn or hello at instec.london.